You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington, episode 62-2-2-62. Of the pod. Of the podcast. Alright, so, Zach, number 62, I think we just get it out of the way early. You know, go ahead and take care of it. The athlete that best connotes the... I guess actually more represents the number 62. Any thoughts? Any ideas? Man, there's just so many names that just pop right in my head instantly. <laughs> I mean, clearly they hit everybody's head on It's hard to choose when you have <laughs> just a plethora, plethora of options. So I'll let you just narrow it down. It's your show. It's Moody Sports. I'm just I'm just along for the ride. We're all just we're here. I listen. I'm along for the ride. Wherever this takes us. And guys, there's no research. This is clearly off the top of my dome. Jim Longer. Miami Dolphins 1970s Hall of Fame center, Zach. We're talking trenches guy. All right. You you're telling me a center? A center. Snapping the ball. So, how I just did the math, Dan. So the reason I was struggling with the intro because I was doing math, and I'm not that good at math. But how many times do you think a ball was snapped last football season? You got 32 teams, 17 games. Um, I'm going probably. There's probably like say average sixty plays a game. Yeah, that's per wow, team. that's pretty good. Because I calculated um, it based on seventy three plays. The high hundred and twenty seventeen. I'm not gonna make you do math. math. But if you think centers don't matter, they start every play with the ball. I've played center before in my football career, so shout out. You pretty much hike the ball, have to do it perfectly, especially if you're in shotgun, and then you just get hit immediately be ready to block a man by my math there was about thirty-seven thousand snaps of the football last football season so respect your centers they're down there in the trenches they got a lot to do got a man with their hands right up under your butt telling you when you're snapping the ball come on now football it's like it's the little stuff of the game like that like you have a guy who grabs a ball with his hand at the line of scrimmage and hikes it between his legs to the guy behind him, who's the star of the team. And then you hold a ball with your finger and kick it for a field goal. Football's weird. Nobody pays attention to the guy who has the ball initially either. Exactly, who has to pass it between his legs every play. <laughs> well, and also... That's such I'm a ridiculous rule. Last year, I mean, last week, we were talking, we went over, I said it multiple times, the number of snaps that were just terrible last week. I mean, we need a sub. You're talking long snap? Long snapping, regular snapping. Just there were so many high snaps last week that were ridiculous. We need to set up a snapping clinic for the centers. A snapping clinic. 
We're out here showing you why. Because there's no Hall of Fame centers like this man, Jim Longer. It's ridiculous. Where's your guy? We're Bring back it back here. to Jim Longer. Dude won 17-0 with the Dolphins, all right? They won the Super Bowl. There's a reason you went 17-0. It's probably because you had a great-ass center. You get, one thing you get, don't have to worry about is that ball getting put in between his legs. Exactly. Leg. No, there's no missnaps, I promise. 17 games in a row. Only team ever. 72 Dolphins. They have some theme song, a team song. I don't know the words. It but plays in my head constantly, some people but I don't know, know how it goes exactly, but I hear it on Dan Levitard. Shout out Matt Lukomsky. He had an autographed football by the 72 Dolphins. Pretty oh, cool. Fire. Pretty cool. Well, Zach. We got NFL to talk about this week. Yeah, y'all didn't think we had that much for number 62, did you? I didn't think we had that much for number 62. Oh, yeah, hard 20. 25. Hard 25. We're already up to 430. All right, so we got NBA draft free agency talk to go through. Clearly, the draft happened last night. Let's start with the number one. We're going to run through a few picks, but guys, let's be honest. This draft was not loaded with star talent. Probably some all-stars in there. Probably some guys that can potentially grow into, you know, uh, franchise players. But overall, you're not looking at anybody that's going to be dominating like a LeBron, a Kobe, a Jordan, all these types. So, that being said. The first pick in the NBA draft. Who'd they pick? <laughs> Zach has just nailed that perfect. The Timberwolves had the first pick. They take my boy out of Georgia, Anthony Edwards. I still don't know if I'm going to get a jersey exactly. Not a fan of Cat personally. But that being said, the T-Wolves seem to be looking to build on, add to what they have, Zach, with Anthony Edwards. Yeah, that's a cool first pick. He kind of reminds me of Andrew Wiggins, but without so much hype. But um, he's had Dwayne Wade comps. There is an issue with Anthony Edwards. Does he even want to play basketball? He's, he acts like he wants to be a football player. There's like a lot of quotes floating around pre-draft how he's just like, I just played basketball because I started dunking and I was good at it. I would love to be playing football right now. So I don't know how much you want that out of your number one pick when a lot of the times the number one pick, what separates the great ones from the not-so-great ones is the work ethic. So, hey. Go Timberwolves. Hey, you're right. We'll see what happens. That Georgia definitely had some lackadaisical times playing. But like you said, we'll see what happens. On to the second pick. (laughs) With the second pick of the NBA draft, Clay Thompson out for the season with a torn Achilles after a workout the other day. Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors take James Wiseman looking to add some height to their team, looking like you're probably going to play Draymond Draymond Green at the four, James Wiseman Wiseman being your five. They just traded for Kelly Oubre Jr. too, so there's your three. Um, That sort of helped ease the loss of Clay. But, Zach, are you worried about the loss of Clay with the Warriors? Is this an issue for the team overall? Well, if you have a healthy Steph, that's great. You brought in, like, Oubre. You just brought in in Wiseman. So, I mean, that's some cool pieces right there, especially if you get an MVP-level Steph Curry and uh, whatever's left of Draymond Green. So, yeah, I'm sure. I was a little disappointed, though. Wanted my Hornets to pick up Wiseman, but... With the third pick in the draft. The Charlotte Hornets, 
pick LaMelo Ball. Son of LaVar Ball, brother of Lonzo. Other So first two brothers ever taken in the top five, or top three, because Lonzo was a second-round pick to the Lakers, a second overall pick to the Lakers. LaMelo Ball, third overall pick. He's played overseas, played in America. Oh, man, am I excited. Six foot seven, 18-year-old who may get taller, generational passer with a broken jump shot, shooting 25% coming in for the Hornets. Superstar. So, I wanted Wiseman, but LaMelo's probably the best pick. The Hornets are instantly in the spotlight. You have one of those. He has like five and a half million followers already on Instagram. That's like more than anyone on our team. And then he's going to run the ball up for you, I'm sure. You got some good young pieces. You probably need to make some trades. You got some expiring contracts with the Hornets. Michael Jordan, how are you going to coexist with LaVar Ball? You can play him one-on-one. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, for the Hornets, this is pretty cool. I mean, I'm along for the ride. What am I supposed to do? I'm with you. I think it's pretty cool. I'm personally, big question for me is definitely LeVar Ball, Michael Jordan, and how's that pairing going to look overall at the end? Um, We'll see what happens. But I'm with you. I think it's an interesting pickup overall. It doesn't hurt the Charlotte Hornets, I think. It's just the fact that James Wiseman was not available. Uh, next sort of, uh, now that that's top three, man, I really, Zach, like you said the other week, top three, there wasn't much out there after that. There were some pieces that look interesting. Some people pick up some necessary pieces. Gordon Hayward opts out of the Celtics. He's an, un, uh, uh, free, he's a free agent. Uh, and so they get a shooting forward out of Vandy, Aaron Nesmith, uh, 14th pick overall intriguing he's six six pretty big small forward yeah everybody's tall now chris paul traded to the suns pretty cool um okc's wheeling and dealing they're picking up first round picks sam presti man how many first round picks are you gonna get if you're the who, who are you gonna pick there's already not any good players in the draft and you're getting 20 picks stocked up as the thunder i get it you're just gonna use assets maybe for a rebuild but either way moving on sixers also making moves trading for seth curry and brother and uh help me out danny green they went danny green they traded uh josh richardson away and i mean there's a little bit of a little bit of craziness going on right now was there any cool picks that you love from the draft i thought out of israel the ninth pick to the wizards advinja i Forgive me, we'll all learn his name when he's sick and nasty in the NBA. Israeli. The Israeli right now. He looked cool at number nine, especially going to the Wizards. That's pretty cool. Also, Obi Toppin, number eight to the Knicks. Awesome, awesome. Uh, he's got Amari Stoudemire comps. He's coming out, throwing it down. Mad bangers. <laughs> uh, he, I, I think the Obi Toppin was pretty interesting. The fact that he's back. He's you know hometown Knicks guy. He's hometown in New York. Cole Anthony to uh, the Magic is pretty cool. Very cool, yeah, Cole Anthony. Then, uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, the big thing, too, to note, a lot of uh, overseas players out of this draft, uh, like you mentioned, LaMelo Ball played overseas. There was the Israeli uh, player that was picked up by the Wizards. Also, eight Nigerian players picked up in the first round of the draft. First year. round? Yeah, I um, mean, so, I mean, it's really just... Wowzer. 
Yeah, there's... Shows there's, you the growth of the game. There's a lot of growth of the game. There's a lot of also the idea that you don't have to go through the normal channels of a college, one year at college and whatnot. There's other channels to get to the NBA. Uh, so, Zach... I did not get a call. I mean... I, I had my agent in line. I was on the phone with my agent, and I was watching the draft, and I was thinking end of the first I was going to get a call. But then... I just don't think they have enough scouts out here at the courts at the apartment, you know. I sent in my tape, dude. They sent you. I I sent it to every team. It's COVID nineteen. They're losing stuff in the mail. I bet it was FedEx not delivering it. Not FedEx, or you know, the postal carrier. Postal carrier lost it. Maybe it's it's issues right now. We're not. But Zach, with us being in the NBA draft, being over. We also now are approaching the start of a college basketball season. What's going to be, I assume, a bit like college football where there's going to be postponement of games, canceled games and whatnot, but they will be playing it. Uh, And so, Zach, returns November 25th is the official start date. That's when you get some of the big matchups, some of the uh, top-ranked teams going at, uh, getting into action. Biggest notable game is uh, UCLA hosting a San Diego State team that last year made a run into the uh, tournament and also is returning a few key pieces they already had you know had from last year so that could be an interesting game to watch with the start but Zach it obviously we did a little research into it we've done a little looking into some of the notable players notable teams to look at into the season any the teams that sort of jump at you initially going into next year i think i don't mean to be the home guy clemson is going to be a surprising team for sure so i mean but besides that i'm having i'm still locked in like right now with the nba draft and Uh. such well, I mean, obviously, with uh, you got the you got the blue bloods. You're gonna have the villain. I mean, obviously, <laughs> um, Baylor, who finished last it's year, is one of the top teams. Is yeah, so they're probably gonna be in the contention. Um, I do think Duke and Kentucky, two teams that obviously always are talked about, but in the last few years haven't been able to make that final push. Uh, they are both going to be in contention, I think, very big contenders for the push into the tournament, Elite Eight and whatnot. Um, so, But both are also coming in with multiple five-star recruits. Kentucky's going to be starting three of them most likely, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, John Calipari typically able to get those guys playing well by the end of the season. Um, a couple dark horses, I think Utah, the Utes, and then also your Missouri Tigers. Both are uh, the majority of their teams older guys, veteran players. They're returning a lot of the scoring they had from last year. So those are going to be two teams to watch to in their individual conferences to make runs through and potentially into the tournament as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Oregon also, they have a major transfer coming out of uh, St. John's, L.J. F- uh, Figueroa. Uh, he has to get eligible. 
that is one thing. He is not eligible currently. So what does that mean? Get, Transfer eligible? Yeah, he's he hasn't received his uh, clearance for eligibility to play at Oregon, but he transferred from St. John's. And you would assume just with how the season is, you know, how the year's been in most sports. You saw a lot with college football. A lot of players just sort of got approvals to go ahead and play this year. Seeing that most teams, or you know, seeing that this year doesn't count towards eligibility for football same in basketball I would assume as well um Zach college football uh there's a few notable things happening uh this past week Liberty I I, I just was gonna Will Muschamp got fired that's yeah, a big well, deal you're jumping straight let's go for it man the Will Muschamp train that's done no longer are the Gamecocks being led by Will Muschamp after a loss 59-42 at Old Miss they were 2 and 6 so uh Will wasn't Muschamp he uh, he was sub 500 I'm pretty sure he was like 28 and 30 or 29 and 30 or something like that yeah, yeah it's uh, uh five five seasons uh or you know four and a half seasons I guess you guess you would say for Will Muschamp at a USC and it was pretty average overall. He had some good wins. He had the upset last year, number three at in Athens. You know, there was a few wins that sort of kept him the job consistently. But overall, I think it was a wanted thing for most of the fans. Seemed like sort of something that was just in the making. And then I have no idea who the candidates are. I mean – Andy's been saying Napier. I don't. Vendables you have right I mean, here? You're talking Brent Vendables? Brent Vendables, Tony Elliott are both two major no. talks. I mean, you no. say no, but that's that's could happen this offseason. Uh, Hugh Freeze, as I just said, Liberty, you know, they're 8-0. They got a win last week. They've been looking great. Uh, Marshall, Cincinnati, all being uh, undefeated. You can watch for Luke Fickle. These and you have James coaches. Franklin. James Franklin, man, you know, he's employed at Penn State right now. But, guys, I don't think he's he's not going to be there after this year. You're 0-4. That's the first time Penn State's been 0-4 in literally But he decades. was also the first coach to make them good since Paterno. Uh, but at the same time, you also have yet to – put yourself in the playoff and one of those years you even won the big 10 you couldn't get in the playoff so i think at this point i think james franklin's pretty short leash overall and they started zero and four so if it keeps if they keep losing he's probably gone and i definitely see him being a hot commodity for uh south carolina i feel like his type of coaching would fit in well with the sec models him being you know sort of who got Vanderbilt back to somewhat of a relevant, not relevant, but competitive state at one point. And then back to the SEC. You know. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, there's uh, options, but Tony Elliott, Brent Venables are options. I don't think Venables is going to leave, you know. His son's on the team. Yeah, he's got a couple sons on the team. His man's got – he's got – Tony Elliott potentially, but yeah, I think Billy Napier, Hugh Freeze, those are probably two of the bigger candidates. For I said Sarkeesian too. Steve Sarkeesian's a great option. That's a great look by you. I totally agree with that. Sark. Because, I mean, when you look at South Carolina these past few years, Mil- Will Muschamp was able to get the defense. Like, he had good defense. But you got to have the offense. They had no offense. And 
If you're looking for offense, go to Bama. They got some mean offense out there. So, but uh, speaking of Clemson, I know I'm a homer, but Trevor Lawrence back this week. Clemson on the road. Yep, at FSU. We were just talking about this. Uh, I read a I read an article today. Go on ESPN and see if you can find it. It was interesting. It's sort of about the decline of FSU over the past six years between uh, you know the Willie Taggart era, the Bill, uh, the the Norvell startup, and you know the last few years with Jimbo Fisher there, and just the issues and stuff. It was really intriguing. Um, but yeah. Uh, Justin Fields, huge matchup with Indiana this week. Very intriguing. I think that's going to be one that you want to watch, especially with Lawrence getting back into it. Zach, I told you a few weeks ago that if uh, DJ if DJ was able to go out there and compete at Notre Dame, if Clemson looked pretty good offensively, it could drive down Trevor Lawrence's draft stock. And now if Justin Fields comes out, Trevor Lawrence comes out, if Trevor Lawrence is a little slow, Justin Fields dominates a top 10 team in Indiana, that draft stock's going to switch. I'm telling you, Justin Fields, number one pick in the draft. I think it's happening. Awesome. All right. Um, Trevor Lawrence to the Jags. I'll buy that jersey. <laughs> Uh, and then another big note out of uh, you know uh, the dogs UGA they're going to be starting JT Daniels against Mississippi State with uh, Stetson Bennett out with an injury so a few notable things and some big big programs going on but uh, nothing crazy happening as far as locks of the week though me and Zach I'm gonna say. Mine was not as bad as yours. Mine was so bad that my friend was texting me at like 1 o'clock in the morning. And he was like, Zach, Michigan's so bad. That was a bad lock of the week. Raymond, I believed in Harbaugh. I believed in it. Everyone's turning on Harbaugh. I'm not. You still think he's good? I, 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 I think he's fine. Yeah. I don't know why. he's. He, he just needs to go back to the NFL or something. Go coach the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. Let's do it. Okay, that's quite. I like the take. Or Trevor Lawrence Jags, the Jets, the Jags. and uh, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> but either way, man, I'm my lock of the week. I'm hurt a little bit. Coming, yeah, coming off the uh, the slim back Miami lock of the week. See, this is tough. It's when you take the outright dogs, it gets tough is the problem. Yeah, my uh, Purdue fell short one touchdown, just like the just like the uh, Baylor Bears the week before. Um, but that being said, we're still going to come at you with a lock of the week this week. For me, Zach, I don't know if you have one. Okay, so for me, I was debating if I was going to take Kansas State to go out right on the road at Iowa State, but I'm going to take them to cover the 11 points for Iowa State. So I'm taking Kansas State, you know, keep that game under 11. Come on, my Wildcats. All right, well, bold. I'm picking the Panthers to cover against the Minnesota Vikings in the NFL. Oh, Panthers man. are on a five-game losing streak, but they've played so well on that five-game losing streak. They've lost some close games to some good teams. Don't believe in Kirk Cousins, who barely won on Monday night against another bad team. Who were they playing? I was just watching it. Uh, Bears. The Bears, yeah. So 
come on now. <laughs> you you put a, I'm, I'm just not convinced. And Teddy B, he's been doing his thing. He's just lost some good games, and he's in a tough division. You got to play against Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Matt Ryan and your Teddy Bridgewater. Like Panthers, they're covering. They're getting a win this week. Getting the win. Got it. All right. I like that. I like that. We will transition. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Kirk Cousins is not going to like it. But the NFL, we will transition that way. Zach, Thursday night last week, a week from today, yeah, a week ago from today, the Colts beat the Titans. They now lead the uh, AFC South. Any uh, any thoughts there? I, I don't know what to expect out of the Titans. And they have, like, one of the worst defenses in the league, but then they're still hanging around. They got a pretty good offense, especially after last year's playoff run. Ugh. And then you still got Derrick Henry, and he does great this time of the year. So um, the, the jury's still out. We still got five weeks left going into the playoffs. So just we'll let me go with that. And you're playing Lamar Jackson this week and the Ravens. Is that right? This uh, I think this weekend they're playing yes, Lamar Jackson. So uh, And Lamar's been playing pretty poorly. So we'll see how this week goes with that matchup between. I like it. Okay. I respect it. Uh, I think the Colts are a team that's definitely more boom, more bust than boom potential there. So Giants beat Eagles really doesn't matter because guess what? The Eagles still lead that terrible garbage of a division <laughs> with a tie. <laughs> they're three, five, and one, they're and they're the best team in the division. They're they're three so and seven, two and eight. Trash! Like it's so bad. The NFC least is what they call it. The NFC. <laughs> uh, in the NFC South, the Bucks dominated the Panthers after they were dominated by the Saints. Uh, 46-23, man. That's one of those college-looking scores. But it was close at halftime, and then they busted it open. So I mean, that's all you got to do, though, man. The, there, this seems like the Bucks may be able to get it going a little bit headed into the playoffs, which not be ideal for some teams. Um, Dolphins, Zach, you've been riding the Tua train. I am fully on the with the, the so old minivans. I have officially <laughs> accepted a trade for Lamar Jackson to get him off my fantasy team because I'm on the Tua train so hard. So hopefully he does well. And Dolphins beat the Chargers last week. They're six. And Tua's three, three now. and I was a starter. So you think they're going to be a wild card team? I see them competing. They're going to win the division probably. You're a Bills. You're a Bills lover. I think the Dolphins. I'm are not a Bills. I mean, I'm a Bills lover, but at the same time, the Bills. I, I dated the Bills for one year, and they let me down in the play. The Bills are not gonna lose the division. Oh, too. we missed the hard twenty-five. It happened. Oh, <laughs> we do this every week. I We're so close, though. I forgot. But speaking of the Bills. They were the meme of the week, Zach, after they got beat uh, by the cards on a Hail Mary. DeAndre Hopkins doing nuke-like things, going up, snagging the ball between three Bills defenders to win the game. Clemson fan, I'm assuming you enjoyed it. It's crazy. He joined the 99 club on Madden. They boosted him up to a 99 overall. That's when they send him the gold cleats and stuff like that. So it's a pretty big deal. I mean, he's a 99 overall. Like, 
that's one away from 100, which is perfect. But uh, crazy, timed it right. Kyler Murray had a great rollout and fadeaway pass, but he's an ex-basketball player. He was on the Clemson basketball team. It was a jump ball. His quotes after the game were cool. He's he's a little self-absorbed, but you're a wide receiver. It's going to happen. Yeah, and you also are pretty good, so I think you're allowed to be. Yeah, I mean, if I was doing that, I'd be talking the smack too. It's it's all in good good intentions, I guess. Well, Zach, as we sit here record, we're watching Thursday night football. The Cards actually just got a touchdown. They're down two to the Seattle Seahawks, who are right now needing this win after a loss to the Rams in division. Russ, three interceptions last week. Very uncharacteristic. His MVP, you know, questionable lately just due to all the interceptions. So I saw this today, too. Kyler Murray's got more yards, same touchdowns at this point last year as Lamar Jackson did in his MVP year. So is Kyler Murray going to win MVP? Yes, he's in the conversation now. One man that I think could be in the conversation, not in the conversation, the undefeated Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. Shh, Nobody wants shh, to talk be about Be quiet, him. Daniel. Shh. We're going to keep the Steelers a secret the whole year. Man, one of my favorite things is uh, if you listen to, like, I don't know if a lot of people watch post-game press conferences and stuff, but one thing uh, I'll, I hear on some things I listen to throughout the week is uh, Mike Tomlin in post-game press conferences, by far most quotable man of all time. And he will talk to you about not blinking during football games constantly. Don't blink. Listen, we went out there and we were it was close game and we didn't blink. And I think that's why they win the football game, Zach. I don't get it exactly. Well, but they never close their they eyes. Never they never close their eyes. They're not missing. They're del- they don't blink. Okay. Um and Pat's in a monsoon somehow beat the Ravens and Zach I heard later in the week that a report said the monsoon ended as soon as the football game ended so my question to you is are they going to investigate the Patriots Bill Bell- for a weather so, machine what immediate, you said weather machine I immediately imagined a series of blimps dumping water over oh. the stadium oh wow it's not even a machine that just changes the weather you're saying they just dumped water in the focal area yes with like painted blimps that were stealth oh wow it's or something i was thinking bill belichick had like spent some yeah money. You, you're you're assuming bill belichick made a deal with god to He's change the weather, the weather man. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I just did a crazy I, control I the weather thing. You couldn't I don't see think it. it's a coincidence. That's where we're at. But, guys, check out Games of the Week in the NFL. Watching one right now between the Cards and the Seattle Seahawks. But also you get a Chiefs versus Raiders. Uh, Raiders. And the Chiefs got to go try to win one on the road at the Raiders because the Raiders took one at the Chiefs, snuck one by them. And then also another Bucks game, big game, Bucks versus Rams in the NFC. That's a Monday night game. Definitely check that out as well. Zach, anything you got before we get out of here? Xbox or PS5? I mean, I'm going PS5. I've, it's just going to be easier, but at the same time. See you next year. You're not going to get one until next year. My PS4 is working perfectly fine. I can't believe it. My PS4 died. That thing's awesome use, though. <laughs> 
I think that's it, guys. Have a great week. Check us out. Follow us on all the platforms. Tell everyone. (laughs) Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.